0: This is Bright on a Budget. Happily ever afters for you and your pocketbook found here. I'm your host, Reverend River Stone, and together we'll discover amazing ways for you to save big bucks on your big day. So stick with me. You don't want to miss what's coming up on today's episode. Hello, lovelies! So glad that you're joining us today. We're got a great episode coming up. It's all about cake. Let them eat cake! or not. Before we get started, I'd like to encourage everyone that if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast. That way we know that we are providing you valuable content and things that are useful to you that, you know, and maybe share with your friends. That would be awesome too. We would so, so love that. Let's get started. When you think about cake, it's kind of part of your budget in terms of your planning. And everybody has a really specific idea about. You know, it's no different than your dress. Everybody has like something in mind that they are trying to achieve in terms of the look and feel of their big day. And cake is really no different. But just like everything else in terms of weddings, it's very expensive. It can be a, a huge part of your budget, much bigger than you probably planned or anticipated in the beginning when you start researching and finding out about the costs and what goes into this and it is a big consideration and how how you choose to present it is also a huge factor too because i had a bride tell me that they were saving $300 <laughs> on the cake fee, if they had one of their people go down and pick the cake up versus having the cake delivered, that the baker was charging an, an additional $300 on top of the price of the cake to bring it to the venue. So there's a lot of unknown factors that bleed into the money disappearing out of your pocket a little more quickly than what you'd expected. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about alternatives that perhaps you haven't considered and ways that you can cut your cost even down to nothing. That's right. And know that everybody believes that this wedding thing has to be this huge overwhelming expense in my 18 years of doing weddings I'm telling you there are ways around this whether you choose to incorporate them or not it's totally up to you you take what you want from these podcasts and you take the ideas and run with those that you think that you can work with you know whether I save you a hundred dollars or whether I save you five thousand dollars that's up to you to determine but I hope that this information is stuff that you can find useful and valuable in terms of how you can best have the wedding that you hope for in all the ways and elements that you envision for much less than you were hoping to spend. So let's get started. The first thing that I'm going to share with you about this cake business so, if you do decide to go with a traditional cake, instead of having the traditional cake that is large enough. For all of your guests to partake of, right? That usually requires having a hired person to cut the cake because most, most people. <laughs> aren't exactly skilled. And you think that sounds silly, but I'm, I'm not kidding when I say there is a very strategic way to go about cutting cake. If you have to make one cake, you know, or you know, several tiers of cake go around to say 150 guests, okay? So if you're off by even a little bit, it means somebody doesn't get cake. So needless to say... <laughs> traditional cakes, you know, you have, they're going to be many tiers. They're going to be someone, someone who has the know-how for such things is going to need to cut that cake. And then, and that takes a lot of time a lot of time away from, you know, just the happenings of the reception. And people are waiting and waiting. And this table over here has got their cake, but the table across the room is still waiting. And they, they might still be waiting 15 minutes later, quite frankly. So in terms of timeliness, I tend to uh, steer away from the traditional cake where the guests are eating off the same cake. I would suggest having a dummy cake, having the top two tiers, the top layer being what the bride and groom are going to save to eat a year later, if you decide to do that. And the smaller cake below that is what the bride and groom would cut for themselves. And the larger cake beneath that, you know, maybe a few tiers below, that can just be a dummy cake, right? We can frost that sucker, And your baker can do this. They can. Fr- they do this all the time, trust me. They make dummy cakes just as well as they make real cakes. But the dummy cake is just the frosting element. It's just It's just kind of for show. And, and maybe, you know what, maybe you're like, screw it. I'm not even gonna worry about the dummy cake. Let's just have the bride and groom cake. And in the kitchen, prior to the bride and groom cutting their cake, the kitchen has already cut sheet cake to bring out for all of the guests so that all of the guests can be served at once and everybody has their cake at the same time. That is the more economic and uh, not just cost effective, but time effective alternative to having the traditional wedding cake. Sheet cakes, whether you get them from Costco, whether you get them from your baker, you don't have to just go in and buy any old sheet cake. You can actually put your order in and say, I'd like this kind of cake with this kind of frosting and this kind of you know layer. You know, So you, you want a jelly layer or whatever is in there and they'll do it for you. So, that gives you a much more cost-effective alternative than for 150 people. You're going to be looking at a cake, uh, a well-decorated cake from the bakery that's probably close to a $1,000, if not more. A sheet cake at Costco, what is that, 15 bucks? So the difference is, is staggering. And if all of your guests can be served at once, back in the kitchen, they can pre-cut and have everything plated and ready to go out the door at X amount time, you know, so that everybody's eating cake at the same time. And that's really the best alternative, I think. Other thing I'm going to say about this is if you don't want to go the cake route, you're sure not obligated. Cupcakes are just easy alternative. They're oftentimes much cheaper. Although I will say this, you can have an additional expense. Although the cupcakes are cheaper, you're going to have an additional expense sometimes in the icing and the decorating uh, of those cupcakes. Now, that was one bride's experience. She, The cupcakes turned out to be almost the same uh, as the cake running a close second actually because because her design was so intricate in terms of frosting and what and she had like little uh, fondant um, decorations and you know it took some sculpting and a, and that's a, a lot of man hours a lot of time and effort that went into that a lot of airbrushing of the pieces and you know just a lot of detail but the standard cupcake is also you know, very cost effective. Along with the other thought here, a couple of mine had the cutest cake. You would never know that this was a cupcake, dozens and dozens of cupcakes all put together. It looked like a wedding cake and wrappers that little ruffles on them. They were beautiful. And there was no slicing, <laughs> no cutting of the cake was needed. It was it was very um, time and cost effective and a great alternative. Another option, and I'm seeing this more and more, you know, 10 years ago, this would have never happened. Even five years ago, it was like, eh, kind of on the fringes. But now I'm seeing it really take hold. And that is pie. Pie is getting just as much notoriety these days at weddings that I'm doing as cake, quite frankly. And who the heck doesn't love pie? I mean, there's so many options, and they can be so beautifully uh, done and presented. Whereas whether it's every person gets their own little mini pie, or whether there's you know however many pies there needs to be uh, up at the table, you know full size pies to have it, make sure that everybody has a slice. It still is so much fun, and it kind of I don't know. I mean, I think it I think it works really really well with garden party themes, the kind of outdoor receptions, and it, it's kind of a nice surprise, frankly. I think that for some people, cake is kind of too much frosting and and we're all kind of overdone with (laughs) all of the to-do. And the pie is just delicious and good and a nice change of pace from cake. While we're talking about outdoor weddings, and because I am in northern New Mexico, uh, very much on the border of Colorado, I do a lot of very... Uh, outdoorsy, woodsy themed uh, venues. And another trend that I'm seeing in terms of reception dessert is cobbler. Now you might think, uh, oh, it's kind of not so pretty in presentation is like, you know, kind of sloppy and gobbledygook in there in the pan. However, I will say this, I have seen it so well presented and plated that to me, it's right up there with pie. So this gives you an option of kind of combining a bunch of berries. I mean, just the same way you would with pie, but this is hot. And so on those cooler fall weddings, where maybe your reception is in the evening, and the air is kind of brisk, that warm cobbler, Coming to your table with the ice cream, oh, it's just like, there's nothing better than that. And again, you could do individual small pans of cobbler for your guests, many different ways that you could do this cobbler, whether it's, the, like I said, the individual small pans, little mini pans, or whether it's done in a big Dutch oven, a big uh, tray, you know, so you've you got cobbler for like 50 people in this thing. So kind of some elements to consider and to think about when you're not beholden to the cake idea. And not everybody is. I mean, it's kind of less and less hanging on to the traditional things and kind of doing their own thing and not being afraid to venture out and do something different. Because frankly, you know, this is your day. You can do whatever the heck you want. And I say, you know, the more rules you break in terms of that, the better and the more fun you're going to have, the less you're going to hold yourself to some unrealistic and unknown imaginary, if you will, ideal uh, to do, to say that you have, I have to have the XYZ and it has to outdo, you know, my girlfriend's wedding and it has to be, you know, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything. It has to only be what you envision it to be. And that's it. And your vision is perfect, just like it is. So take your ideas and run with them. Okay, don't don't allow yourself to be boxed in by any uh, set of traditional wedding ideas, because this is your day. And you can celebrate it any way that you want. And after all the weddings that I've done, quite frankly, I am always delighted. And I think so many guests are too. When things are different, just kind of done up a little differently so that it's not the same. You know, like we all know what's coming. I want to go to the wedding. It sort of plays out the same way at the reception. You know, let's mix it up a little bit. Don't be afraid to, to go rogue and do something completely uh, unexpected. Because I think that is what makes things memorable memorable. memorable and special for your guests as well as you. So get out there and let your freak flag fly if you need to, you know, just let's, it's your day, do it your way. Okay, so for those of you who have been patiently waiting for the piece in this podcast, where I'm going to share with you the way to get your cake for free, here it is. I'll tell you the story so that this was a wedding gosh not quite 10 years ago it was a celebrity wedding i'm not going to say who but they were celebrities the groom was in the music industry and they had the funnest idea i had seen in a long time and this is what they did instead of having a cake instead of like having the the, the cost and the hassle of picking a cake and tasting cake and designing a cake they instead decided that all of the family in front that they would bring a dessert. And that could be a cake, it could be a pie, it could be cupcakes, I mean, anything, right? They just said, bring a dessert. And they instead of a cake had a dessert table with like, I don't know, there was probably 40 different choices on this table. I mean, it was just like 12 feet long. And there was pecan pie, and there was cookies, and there was cakes, and there was, you know, pies, and there was Little tarts, and they were, I mean, it was like dessert heaven on this table, okay? And they didn't have to pay for any of it. And this is what they asked of their guests to do instead of giving them gifts because they had everything they needed. They really didn't need any wedding gifts, but so instead they asked their family to bring a dessert. And their friends, they asked to bring a bouquet of flowers, and it could be anything. You know, they didn't, they weren't picky. They didn't say it had to be certain color or a certain height. They just said, bring a bouquet and put it on the centerpiece of your table. So in one fell swoop took care of not only their cake and dessert, um, issue. But also the centerpieces for the table and the flowers, you know, around that. So this was amazing. And there was more bouquets than there were tables. And so they used these other bouquets throughout, you know, like on the cake table and on the on the banquet table. And you know, they were around. So all of them got used. And this was a great way for them to just be outside of the, you know, and alleviated of the hassle and the time consuming uh, piece that is involved collecting your flowers. And selecting your cake and and all that goes into that, so that is a great way to allow your guests to be a part of your big day. Have them make a cake or a pie or bring your flowers, the centerpieces for your table. That it, I think so beautifully incorporated not only their guests to be an integral part of th- of their wedding day, but it, again. It saved them a considerable amount of money, not that they were hurting for money in any way, shape or form. But this for them was, you know, instead of gifts, please just bring a dessert or bouquet of flowers. You can totally take that idea and use it to your heart's content because it's kind of genius. It really, really is. And I've not seen that done again, uh, since then. And it's kind of a shame because, you know, I I think most people listen, I know all of my aunts would much rather make a dessert (laughs) than, than try to go shopping for a wedding gift. I I like this idea. And I think that a lot of you will like this idea too. And I think that it could save you a ton of sanity around the little mind numbing things, the details that you have to consider when planning your day. So there you have it free cake. I hope that you find that interesting. And I look forward to bringing you more great episodes of how you can save big on your big day. I'm Reverend Riverstone. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud or iHeartRadio. You can find us there. We'll see you in two weeks. In the meantime, take care and always be in love. Intro and exit music for Bride in a Budget is courtesy of bensound.com.